And I am aware now. Aware now. The official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Growing up in a small town in Idaho, Kristen had big dreams of pursuing dance and acting in New York, but ended up as one of the most sought after and recognized yoga instructors in the city. Throughout her career, Kristen has been a pioneer in making yoga more accessible. Kristen has starred in yoga DVDs, has privately trained celebrities, and has written books about the value of yoga in everyday life. As a busy mom of three boys, Kristen strongly believes that just a few minutes of yoga a day can bring more balance and harmony to your life. Kristen's classes will challenge and ground you while bringing a strong connection back to your mind, body, and breath. Thank you so much, Kristen McGee, for joining me here in Aware Now, sharing this space to share your story. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so let's begin this way. People remember their first times. Kristen, do you remember your first time? The very first time you ever stepped onto a mat. I'd love to know when and how you first found yoga. Okay, this is a good story. And it was a magical moment for me because it almost felt like I had been doing yoga before in a past life. I don't know how to explain this. It's when you hear a song on the radio for the first time, but yet you almost recognize the song from before. I was studying acting at NYU and my teacher announced that one of our, our colleagues that was also studying in, at Stella Adler was going through a yoga teacher training and she would be available in the morning to guide us in yoga if we had a desire to show up early 7 a.m. before we began our day of school and I thought yeah this sounds great why don't I try it and so I walked in and it was Nikki Costello is her name she was doing a teacher training at the Jiva Mukti right up the block from where Stella Adler was located and she's now an incredible Iyengar teacher but Nikki sat us down and think I did my first ohm ever. We started with some oming and then she led us through a yoga sequence. And I remember thinking chaturanga was the hardest move I had ever discovered in my entire life at that point. But I also just felt like I had come home. Like I'd finally discovered an exercise or a form of movement or just a way of being that felt so good and so natural. Beautiful, beautiful story. And I love how you say coming home, you felt home there mm -hmm. on the mat. Mm -hmm. So after you found yoga this way, what made you absolutely fall in love with it? What made you decide to make a career of it? I honestly want to say I fell in love with it because of the community. I felt very another the same way I'll say I felt at home in my body when I was on my mat I felt at home in the studio when I would go to practice and you know immediately after class I went up to Nikki and I asked her where she was doing this how do I do this more and she explained to me it was the Jiva Mukti and I could come and take class with her so right then and there she became 
part of my community in New York City. And I, I had come from a small town in Idaho to New York to study acting. So it also felt like I had found another little community within this big city that was so safe and warm and welcoming, but also teaching me things that I had never, ever discovered in my entire life, teaching me how to completely relax my body at the end of a class, teaching me how to listen to my breath, teaching me how to become aware of my thoughts in a non-judgmental way, teaching me how to move in shapes and open up space in my body that I never realized was possible. So it was that community that I discovered at Jiva Mukti I think that kept me coming back to the practice time and time again. And then also just those aha moments that I kept having. And I think that they're very, there's quite a few of them in the beginning. When you start practicing yoga, I felt like it was so many one after another, after another. And then you kind of hit this, like maybe this stretch of just practicing, but then it's interesting how times and periods in your life, you'll go again through another one of those major growth um, periods in your practice where again you discover these new aha moments so it's just such a beautiful way of of living absolutely um you know so you and i go way back Mm -hmm. and while this is the first we're talking I first practiced with you over 20 years ago. When I, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, it was when I put an MTV yoga DVD into my player. And um, I've shared this story privately before, but I'd like to share it now. And it's that I was going through the hardest time of my life. My son was born with subglottic stenosis and had to have a tracheotomy to breathe. And while every single inhale and exhale was such a blessing, it was really hard. Hmm. And it was you, Kristen, who helped me breathe through that very, very hard time. I had little to no balance in my life. But every night after I put him and his older brother to bed, I would go out to the living room, roll out my mat, put on that DVD, and there with you guiding me on the screen, I would find balance and a chance to breathe. Wow, and um, an incredible story. I just, I felt very alone at that time in my mm-hmm. life. But when I was on the mat and you were there guiding my practice, I didn't feel alone. So um, I just need to thank you for that. <laughs> it makes me want to cry. It's like, I mean, I'm just, just finding a similar connection and just a sense of community. Even if it was just you and I together at the end of the day, there was someone yeah. there that had their hand on your back. Yeah, absolutely. And you virtually did. And mm-hmm. um, I guess... Uh, Besides just wanting to share that with you, I I wonder what do you feel in all these years of your practice with yoga, Kristen, what is it about it that what is it about yoga that has the power to connect us all to one another in such a deep, intimate way? What is it? I think it's finding that 
connection with ourself first and really quieting down enough to be with ourselves in an intimate way that then allows us to be more vulnerable with others and break down all those divides because in essence the word yoga means to unite and to join so and especially even in today's world where there feels like there's so much divisiveness when you can find a practice that brings people together as opposed to pull them apart it's so impactful and so important and I think that yoga has the power to do that and it we even meditation and yoga both we talk about that feeling of non-judgment and and most of the studios that I used to always practice in there were never mirrors you weren't ever looking at yourself from the outside in and giving critique you were feeling yourself from the inside out and listening and responding and so I feel like it's so nice for for us when there's so much reaction in the world or there's so much judgment from the outside in to shift that to switch that and find an internal compass and a feeling of real gratitude from the inside out and the more we raise that vibration in ourself it just has no other way but yet to raise the vibration in others and then I think together we can hopefully keep elevating that feeling worldwide or just even if it's just one person that you can touch it's really important couldn't agree more absolutely um you know so with Peloton you've connected and I mean with countless people from around the world I'd love to hear now could you share one of the most special comments or reviews that someone has shared with you about the impact your instruction has had on their practice or on their life. Yes. And first of all, I feel like I really, I could not even express my gratitude enough for Peloton. I had worked on a project with Robin in 2015, I think it was. And I reached out to her in 2018 just to inquire about Peloton offering yoga. And at the time, I think she said, oh, I don't think we are. But then a month later, she messaged me and said, yes, we are. Would you like to come in an audition? And I feel like it was everything happened for me in the right time. And I was at the right place. And I'm so grateful. And I feel so lucky that I was able to bring yoga to the platform in this way that Colleen Seidman had been doing a few classes, but they weren't like ongoing streamed classes. And it's been another sense of a place of community that I feel like I was coming home to. I was finally combining these passions that I enjoy of being on camera. That was my acting background that I originally come to New York for. And then sharing a practice that I love so much with, with people and being able to have people in the studio, but then connect with such a, a global audience, which is really incredible. Um, I have, you know, I've a lot of, women who reached out to me who said during their pregnancies and it was a kind of a similar situation where you said you'd feel alone at night uh, during the lockdown pregnancies can be such a and childbirth like you were saying with your son it can be such a amazingly joyous time but it can also be so frightening because of the unknown and the uncertainties and especially if it's your first time being pregnant and you're not quite sure what's happening or when things happen that are unexpected so 
during the pandemic and during the lockdown, a lot of moms didn't have as much of an opportunity to connect with other mothers. I found that when I was going through things, I was pregnant, but I had a mom's group and I had people I could go to. It was so much easier to navigate. But here's all these these poor women who were kind of alone and not sure. And then you have the pandemic on top of it and probably the fear of that whole thing too. Of like, what if I get sick? What if my child gets sick? So having women reach out to me and just say, you know, you got me through my pregnancy during the pandemic. Like that makes me, make me want to cry right now because it just makes me feel so happy to know that during that, you know, I think it's those times of pregnancy, that, that time of abundance is incredible, but also getting messages from members during those times of grief. You know, you helped me get through the death of my father or things like that. You know, I was diagnosed with brain cancer or a tumor or, and those kind of messages are, are very, very impactful and meaningful to me. And then I love the children's stories when parents let me know that I helped their six-year-old fall asleep at night or that their three-year-old is in love with my Disney mermaid yoga class. That always makes me so happy because I think if we can get kids at a younger age, finding this practice and learning how to connect and learning how to self-soothe by tapping into their breath and realizing that we are all connected and united. I just think that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And you are such a wonderful part of all of that. Um, You know, so not only do you instruct, but you write. So Mm -hmm. Kristen, let's talk about your latest book and the accessibility to yoga that it provides. Oh, thank you. You know, I was diagnosed with MS a couple years ago, and Mm -hmm. I know there may be a day when I won't be able to do on the mat what I can do today. Mm -hmm. There may be a day when I need a chair. Mm -hmm. That said, please tell us about your book. It is called Chair Yoga, Sit, Stretch, and Strengthen Your Way to a Happier, Healthy You. I would love to just hear about this and... uh, Tell us about this book. I am very proud of this book. And I wrote this book while I was pregnant with twins and I carried them almost full term. So I also found that there is such a benefit in having chair yoga because that there was a certain point when I was so pregnant that for me, I could really only do a lot of chair yoga towards the end of my pregnancy. And I wanted to debunk this myth of chair yoga being mainly for someone who's maybe older or injured it's great for that population but I feel like there is also a whole generation that's growing up tied to a screen a lot of us hunched over our desk there's that quote that says sitting is the new smoking we're becoming so much more sedentary and it doesn't have to be that way or so we're all sitting in a chair it's so accessible and easy to do You can get some shoulder stretching and you can get some neck stretching and you can get some lower body uh, movement in. There's a lot of great hip opening things you can do. You can do supported warrior in the chair. You can do a lot of things if you are able to stand up, even just helping, you know, putting your hand on the chair and taking stretches or doing stretches. So we broke it down into different body parts, different body segments, and then at the end, I have little routines that are good for one, like for stress management, one for sleep, one for energy. So you can go to the very back and thread the moves together if you want more of a sequence, or you can just go 
to one body part or maybe pick a few that you really, you know, feel like you need a little more TLC with. Right. And and I also love it for kids in school, you know, even my son who's sitting at a desk all the day, all day long. And I'll remind him like to just sit up straight, lift your arms overhead for a second, take a deep breath in and let it out. And you just notice even just like for a second, how much better you feel when you do a few simple moves. So I think it's a great opportunity for people to also be introduced to yoga. And I think a lot of people get introduced to yoga through the physical, but then it opens up that entire world of more exploration and, and you can, you know, start to go into the spiritual side of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love how you say this, that it is for every single person. Mm -hmm. Um, and accessibility these days is, is, is so important as we work to become more connected with one another. Um, you know, so I do have one more question Okay, and that is, beyond as you mentioned motherhood beyond an instructor and a writer you are a mother a single mother of three rocking it like you do uh you understand very well that while balance can be difficult for people on the mat balance in life can be far more difficult Mm -hmm. so i guess my last question is this for all those who are struggling to find balance in their own lives. What advice do you have? I think the best thing you can do is find three grounding practices that are always consistent that you do daily. So my meditation practice is the first thing I do in the morning every day. Then I have a gratitude practice where I just think about all of the things that I'm grateful for and welcome in that abundance in my life. And then I have a physical practice, my yoga practice. If I'm doing a yoga practice or I walk, I love to just take long walks or Pilates. If I'm doing a Pilates or even a strength workout, something that makes me feel really connected to my body. And it doesn't have to be every single day that you do those. But if you know you have just three things that help you feel grounded and you can do even one of them a day, three of them on those days that you have the extra time, it, it helps you stay anchored and it reminds you that it gives you at least the, the the grounding and the stability so that when things come your way that start to kind of knock you off center, you feel a little bit more connected. And when that becomes a habit, it's just like brushing your teeth. Like meditation, once it becomes a habit and you wake up and do it every morning, just like you would brush your teeth. It is so much easier to be responsive and less reactive. And it's also easier to remind yourself that we are in flux and we are changing and we are evolving. And some days are going to be great. Some days are going to be a little not so great, but you're able to still stay your course and able to stay connected to yourself. So any sort of technique that helps you stay grounded And I think if you can pick three of those, three is like the magic number, um, then you always have something that you can rely on. Right. Absolutely. The power of three. This is true. Um, Thank you so much, Kristen. So nice to speak. So nice to speak. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, Thank you for helping all of us become a bit more aware now. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 
tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.